0: It was for the Celtic teams It started off with a B team victory on Friday afternoon It was then matched up with a victory in the derby for the women's team on Friday evening And then it all accumulated on Sunday When Celtic lifted the League Cup trophy for the second season in a row With a 2-1 victory over Rangers And here at Celtic View Podcast We are here to unravel it all We've got an interview with Carol Starfelt coming up later on But go through it, we have the goal scorer, two goals in the match on Friday night, Caitlin Hayes. <laughs> Caitlin, what a weekend that was.
1: Ah, uh, still can't quite get over it, but yeah, what a weekend it was to just be a Celtic fan and to, for the green and white to be represented in the way it should be.
0: Yeah, I mean, as you said, you're a Celtic fan, but a Celtic player as well. To win a Derby match of your own on Friday night, 3-0, but also to score two goals. I mean, that must be pretty special.
1: I think it only, um, it, you know how certain things are, are only made even made even more special, sorry, just because of the reaction of your family and I was thankful that my mum and dad were in the crowd and especially my dad to see to see a goal and on any occasion then obviously as he's a massive Celtic fan to see a goal against them, it's just, it's just words can't quite capture how great those moments are and thankfully it came around twice because he said he couldn't quite believe the first one so... To get a second, obviously, then he's he's just in shock. So uh, yeah, just thankful for moments like that, and, and thankful for the win, and to have the opportunity to enjoy it with my friends and team.
0: Yeah, when was the last time you scored a double in a match?
1: Um, Motherwell at the beginning of the season. Um, yeah, so I, I'm yet to get the hat trick, but uh, <laughs> yeah, Liam's quite good about about that because obviously you get a, you get to keep a ball when you uh, get a hat trick. So. I'm yet to yet to put my mark down with a hat trick, but I'll take the two, and uh, they greatly greatly enjoyed.
0: Because you got the second goal was it, in the forty ninth minute, so you must have been thinking when you're out there, let's get another <laughs> corner, and I'll get up there.
1: <laughs> no, if I'm honest, it was no. just like oh, three nil. Like obviously you've kind of taken care of the game at that point, haven't you? So it was more so the relief because I know Amy scored within seconds of of the first half starting, so. At that point, you're like, 2 0 is a very dangerous score, um, especially when competing against a, a side that does contain a lot of quality. Um, so then, just to have the third, it was more of an exhale than anything to just think, oh, OK, maybe we are out of grasps at this point. So it was just nice to then enjoy what was left of the game, I guess.
0: Yeah, well, that was a start of a brilliant weekend. We're going to go into your game in more detail later on. But we need to also chat about the game on Sunday, the League Cup final against Rangers, a two on victory. We hold on to the trophy again. I know you were at the game. What did you make of it?
1: I thought it was great. I just thought thought the experience in itself, I've not I've not had the many opportunities to be at such a game of, of magnitude and and it was just it was just great to see, like I said before, the green and white on that stage again and and I was a really little nervous towards the end, like we all were. Um there was certain moments that would make your toes curl, but yeah. we managed to override it and get through it, and that's that's the main thing of of when you ever you've got that Celtic shirt on, you just don't stop and and you keep going till the end, and that's what they did. So we lifted the cup, and that's what we'll celebrate. So thankful for that.
0: I think there's a lot of people probably still celebrating <laughs> at this moment in time. But you spoke about that there about kind of the nerves in the game, and obviously. Because when you're when you're watching the game at the time, you've got you've got no idea what's gonna happen next. But actually I watched the game back again and even in the periods where it goes to two one and you feel like you're under pressure, you know, rangers didn't really create too much. And actually you look back on it and we seem to be in control of pretty much the whole game, maybe apart from a little ten minute period as well. But in terms of the performance, what did you make of it?
1: I thought it was a good performance. I thought at the end of the day, like you can't really gauge too much, I think, from a cup a cup tie, like anything can happen in a cup tie. And I think as long as you get the win, that's the main thing. It's not really about the three points or the performance, I guess, because either way, as long as you're lifting the cup, it doesn't matter. But I think the people I was sat around were very nervous so I think sometimes you watch it back and you think, oh, actually, we were in quite c- good control. Like, Rangers never really looked like they were going to hurt us too much, which is obviously a positive, but it only takes for one fan in the crowd to, to to shout something and then you think, oh, yeah, that's true. And then everybody jumps on it. And the next minute, you've just got a section of anxiety that has sat there <laughs> sweating until until the final whistle. So I think I was probably guilty of being in a section that um, didn't hold their nerve very well. Yeah.
0: So. Talk it through... For yourself what Cup final day was like? I'm always interested to hear people's stories of what they do in the morning, how they prepare for it, how did they feel?
1: Well I didn't know till last minute that I'd actually got tickets so that was almost like waking up on Christmas morning. Um, I went with some pals and um, to say that we got confused at where to park, we ended up in the Rangers end and I had my black magic topper and as those that follow me would know that that's, that's my top that I wear for good luck. So I was covering that up in the fear <laughs> of getting caught by anybody in the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, and we ended up getting pointed in the right direction. Then we ended up in the Celtic end so then we could all relax. And yeah, just just enjoyed the game for everything that it was. And, and, and yeah, I just really enjoyed it and can't wait to have that experience again.
0: The Black Magic top, how long have you been wearing that for?
1: That was my first Celtic top that I got given. Um, I was from a, fa- well, I am from a family of Celtic supporters, um, but to say in our area, Celtic isn't exactly the most supported team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my parents tried to put me in alternative tops as opposed to the green and white, which is so distinctive. So the Black Magic top was what I um, what I spent a lot of time in and going to football camps in. Um, and it was actually David, our assistant coach, that managed to find me a shirt that actually, oh. a version of it that actually fits. Because obviously <laughs> this kids top and will go nowhere near me now. But yeah, that's my lucky top.
0: So was it like for you then, having grown up being a Celtic fan, but not necessarily being in Glasgow to get to go to all the cup finals? It must be a cool experience now for you to actually be there to see the team and to celebrate.
1: Yeah, of course. I mean, you obviously hear about the success from from down the road for, for all my years growing up, and how successful Celtic was. But like you said, to be a part of it and to actually experience it with them, and and to experience the the true diehard Celtic fans that were behind me, and and just to honestly just soak it all in and enjoy the experience for what it was through. Through older eyes, but also eyes that haven't necessarily experienced that before, it was it was definitely a joy and something that I can't wait to return to.
0: Yeah, what did you make of the whole atmosphere at Hamden Park? It's always one that fans have different opinions on, but when you win, then it's always a, a great atmosphere. And I actually thought it was it was it was quite good in, on Sunday in terms of the noise that Celtic fans created. It was yeah. it's always superb. But what what did you make of the whole experience of being at Hamden?
1: I, I was fortunate enough to go to a Champions League game at Celtic Park. And I do think that is mm-hmm. by far the best thing I have ever experienced in my entire life. Um, just the noise and, and, and just the atmosphere itself. I think you lose that in the stadium itself because obviously the pitch is so far away naturally um, at Hampden. Um, but I think Celtic fans did a very good job at filling it with, with their songs and, and drowning out the others that happened to be there too so yeah, uh, yeah it was it was great and, and yeah, something yeah. I really enjoyed
0: The one good thing I think with Hamden is that when you then win a game like that and you just turn around and you see a completely empty other side of uh-huh. Hamden it always, <laughs> always makes it a sweet feeling when you're doing the yeah. victory parade In terms of the actual the match we kind of spoke a little bit about the performance but just kind of in general of the football that the manager has brought to Celtic, the way the team's playing as well, how impressed have you been?
1: Oh, good. Like, I don't think it's it's truly spoke about the way that they play and, and the mentality that they have in terms of, I, know, I mean, We Never Stop gets printed on all the mm-hmm. back of the T-shirts, but to actually live by that and to witness a team that do never stop um, no matter what they come across, no matter what they face, I think is something quite special because it's one thing to say it, it's another thing to do it. Um, and I'd like to think that the women's team also kind of go towards that that mantra, I guess. Um, but yeah, great football and obviously it's it's been shown by the records of wins and losses and obviously now a cabinet that's got one trophy of the year.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's incredible that this season we've had, uh, 18 months or so we've had under the manager, I mean, I think when you look at the game on Sunday and the football that we tried to play compared to Rangers, which was pretty much just trying to get it along for for most of the match, wasn't it? I mean, it's completely night and day at this moment of just how well Celtic are playing.
1: Yeah, no, I completely, I completely agree. I completely agree, and and like I said, it's it's just a, a joy to watch at yeah. times.
0: Kyogo was the guy that they got the two goals again in a League Cup final to win two one like he did last season against the Hibs. As Again, it's probably a bit of a leading question, but just how good is he?
1: <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, yeah, just honestly, just one of those people that, you know, he'll always turn up and he'll always do his bit and you'll always see him celebrating the hardest after mm. the end of the game with his dancing, but just a, a, a great character. And obviously the way he took his goals and turns up in the big moments, then can't really fault him.
0: Yeah, there's so much energy in that team. I mean, and we were talking about it in the office this morning that when Kyogo came in and we were all amazed at this guy and how much he was running and harassing defenders and then Maeda comes in and he's even quicker. I mean, it must be a nightmare to play against that. I can't imagine what you'd, you'd think as a defender.
1: <laughs> I don't think I'd do too well against them both. <laughs> let's just say that.
2: Um,
1: but being a defender, I know what it's like to be, to be pressed, not necessarily by them, thankfully. Um, but... Yeah, I know what it's like to be pressed and it's not fun to be on the end of it. So credit to them and obviously they're two very important players in that team and they did well on Sunday to bring it home.
0: What do you think is the main thing about the team that has been so good that's allowed them to go into these cup finals full of confidence and to get the job done? I mean, one thing for, for me, we were debating as well about you know that final compared to the semi-final where we lost last season. And you look at the options of the bench now and all the players that are coming on and they all contribute and they could all have an argument to start the game as well. It's just incredible what we've actually built at this moment. Yeah.
1: I think it's 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 great to have a certain element of depth, but I think it's very important to keep that depth happy. Mm. So it's great having a, a good start in eleven, and obviously like you can have great players, but it's those players then coming in and making an impact and wanting to continue to make an impact. And I think especially like Matt O'Reilly that came in, I thought he did great um, to just do his job and to see it out. The uh, what's his name number nine. We, there we go. I would yeah. not want to butcher his name. <laughs> I thought he was unlucky not to get yeah. a goal himself, maybe two. Um, but just the work ethic and for them to know their jobs when they enter that field and to know that they have the backs against the walls but still just work hard and, and honestly look like they've started the game, that they slip in that well.
0: We spoke a lot about the attacking side, but again, defensively, we were really strong. We've been so strong all season. As a defender, what do you see in... The Celtic team that impresses you?
1: I think Carter Vickers is, is the coolest, calmest cat in the, the out there. Like just nothing seems to phase him and obviously his strength and he's just, just just calm and it's something I admire about him that nothing really seems to phase him, even if everyone in that crowd's getting a bit yeah. holding their breath because he takes that extra second to make the pass. Um but for all the things that people say about Starfelt, I thought he was terrific. I thought he was possibly minor the chip in the box, like <laughs> towards the second end of the second half. I think he was possibly up there for man of the match in my opinion. But that's just I mean, I am a defender that obviously admires that part of the game. Um but just his covering, his playing out from the back, the way he wins headers, the way he was winning his one v ones, I just thought I thought was great. Um and I also like the bottle that uh, Johnston mixes on the <laughs> <laughs> on the right hand side. So um, yeah, it was, good. it was good. He
0: certainly loves a tackle and he knows <laughs> how to put one in. But one thing with the manager where particularly throughout this season when we've had games Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, he has rotated a lot and he's given lots of players opportunities. However, it was evident last season after we came back from the winter break and it's again evident now that defensively, he really likes to keep the same players it seems to play over and over. Do you think that's something that, as a defender, you you maybe know better that that's an area of the pitch it's better to kind of keep on keep to keep settled? Even
1: yeah, I would agree that there's a certain amount of reward that you gain from consistency when playing a back line. Um, obviously they play a back four and we play a back three, but it's it's definitely something that helps knowing the type of player you're playing next to. And obviously I play next to Kelly Clark nine times out of ten, and. I always know she's to my left, I also know she's always there a little further back and I know certain passes that she wants and certain passes she doesn't want and you definitely build that chemistry that enables not just yourself to play better but those around you to play better um, and also the people in front of you know what type of ball you like to play and, and where, the, where you're looking to pass it each time so I would definitely say there's reward with consistency when it comes mm-hmm. to the bat line.
0: Then the celebrations. Did you get a chance to celebrate at all? Or <laughs> <laughs> you're back and in training Monday, weren't you?
1: No, we we just we enjoyed the we enjoyed the win and said goodnight at about nine pm because we all passed out because we yeah. were we were absolutely wiped out. So yeah, we we enjoyed the moment, but not too much.
0: Are you confident there's more to come with this team this season?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Hundred yeah. percent. Fingers
0: crossed. Well, let's hear from one of the players that you mentioned there, Carol Starfelt, who was exceptional on Sunday. He sat down with us to look back on that cup-winning success. Yes, absolutely delighted to have Carol
2: Starfelt. Carol, how are you? Good, good. Yes,
0: I'm brilliant. All thanks to you, pretty much, and the rest of the team. How's it feeling to be sitting here as as League Cup champions?
2: No, uh, obviously uh, very good. Uh, It's been uh, been a great. uh, Great few last days, uh, so uh, you know, great, uh, great spirit now here in the in Atlanta town, obviously, uh, and uh, everyone is uh, is delighted to to uh, uh, have this have this trophy. So we're very happy.
0: I know. I really should have started this with a big kind of round of applause for you because I mean to be sitting here again as winners, it's it's amazing. Um, first of all, I mean your performance on Sunday. That has to be up there with one of your best ones. You were absolutely outstanding. I mean, talk us through, for your own point of view, how, how you felt you played, because I thought watching the stand, it was like you would woke up and thought you are Paolo Maldini or something.
2: <laughs> yeah, thank you. That's very nice. Uh, no, but I I had a pretty good feeling before the game, I would say. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah, I think I got some good actions in um, early in the game, and then <clears throat> everything just, like... Um, everything just like uh, kept uh, kept uh, floating on so uh, it was a very fun game to play uh, obviously with the atmosphere fair and uh, everything like this it was good weather as well and the trophy on the stake so this is this is the games you want to perform in and the games you want to play so to to be able to, to do that and to to win the game uh, it's uh, obviously amazing and we spoke uh, we spoke before the game uh, in the team about uh, That we, this is like the the games you need to step up in, and uh, you need to perform, uh, especially in a club like Celtic where it's all about winning trophies. So, so I felt like uh, um, we had so many players who performed on the day, who who really really stepped up, and I think uh, I think to be fair, I think everyone in the team did did a really good game. So uh, yeah, I'm. uh, that's obviously obviously, really important uh, and uh, good for the confidence moving forward that we know that in the big games, people people step up.
0: Yeah, I mean, you are cruising out of the fence, beating people, passing it around. Only one thing, if I can say... That little scoop in the second half that got yeah, my heart yeah, racing yeah. a little bit. I'm yeah. not gonna
2: lie. Yeah, that was maybe a little bit too bold, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we obviously we want to play out from the back. Yeah, and yeah, it not uh, change. Yeah, no, exactly. That's uh, <laughs> that's that's how we want to do. Sometimes uh, sometimes uh, things like that will happen, but uh, it was all fine. Yeah, I just uh, just did a one-two with the opposition <laughs> and then I got it back all to Joe. Oh, the so, plan. Yeah, yeah exactly.
0: <laughs> I mean, talk us through what that feeling is like to be. Stepping out, you've obviously had the chance to play in a League Cup final be- before and win last season against Hibbs, but to do it again in a derby match as well—can you actually just try and describe what that feeling is like?
2: Oof, very, very hard to describe, I think. But yeah, it wasn't—it was an amazing feeling. I think uh, it was probably for for myself, it was probably like one of the best wins. Uh, in terms of feelings like uh, when they blew the whistle and after the game and stuff like this Um, because uh, like you say, it's a derby and it's uh, it's a trophy Uh, and uh, uh, My family was there which was really really nice for me to enjoy the moment with them as well Um, and afterwards and and stuff like this, uh, so I think for me it was uh, absolutely uh, up there of my of the best wins wins I've had. Uh, so uh, uh, now it, it was it was huge. I think it's hard to describe the feeling, uh, but uh, just just like pure happiness, I would say.
0: Talk us through the actually. I'm interested before the game in terms of the build up and the lead up to a game like that. So us as fans, we get so excited and nervous and you get feelings of sickness and everything everything comes around as players i imagine you're trying to just rid yourself of all those emotions so what is the build up
2: like the week before the days before the night before um yeah it's like you say you you try to do as many things as normal as a normal week as you can do Uh, you try to to train normal and uh, uh, eat and do all the stuff you you always do, um, and then for myself, I think everyone is different as well. Uh, maybe some people like to to uh, think more about it earlier in the week and to build up like this. Uh, I prefer to to uh, uh, just build up as normal. Uh, not uh, obviously, you will feel that it's that it is a big week. Uh, that's that comes with it and that uh, it should be a little bit more tension I think and everyone is a little bit more like maybe in training you will see uh, people go a little bit harder and like really be at it, but uh, otherwise uh, I would say for me it's also I like to not uh, not like maybe read too much or like uh, about the game before I like to just treat it as a normal game and then obviously on the day and maybe the day before, you will you will feel this extra tension, and when you come to the stadium, uh, only just like warming up, you feel you feel uh, feel it a little bit more, and uh, you know how much it means to to the fans, obviously. Um, so it's like uh, like I said, it's it's all about performing on the day. But uh, I think everyone is different there. But I like to to do uh, do my rituals and my stuff that I that, that I always do, uh, and then. Automatically, you will be a little bit more at it and feel feel uh, maybe a little bit more nervous or or something like this, which you you can't really you can't really get away from. And I think it might also it might also help you as long as it's not too much. you, yeah. uh, you know. Uh, so yeah, that's it.
0: What is the the week like as a Celtic player in the city as well? Because. We spoke before, and I remember you telling me a story about just being a Celtic player in Glasgow, and how you went to get a Christmas tree, and the person didn't let you pay for it. Yeah. Do you have any instances like that? in the week before, do you feel a little bit more tension? Do you, you have more conversations mm-hmm. with fans?
2: Obviously, it's like uh, fans coming up and just uh, just uh, speaking a little bit about the game, uh, like telling you to how imp- showing how important it is for them uh, to win this game and and uh, stuff like this but uh, yeah it's not it's nothing that's about it i would say Uh, people like commenting on the game saying like uh, how important is to win and and stuff like this so you can you can feel it uh, feel it um, a little bit um and then i'm not sure but i guess it's a little bit different for the scottish boys as well uh, who who know so many people in the town Uh, if you if you come from from uh, abroad like me uh, it's mostly the people on the on the streets uh, who comes up to be fair because uh, you don't know so that many uh, Scottish people otherwise, so but I, I, I personally I like to keep it uh, Keep a lot within the group uh, And as long as we feel feel strong uh, in the group and we feel like we're together in in whatever happens and uh, we're together out there on the on the pitch then uh, I think uh, you get uh, you get uh, comfortable in that and you feel the uh, feel security and uh, and the togetherness which is really important.
0: So on the actual game then, I mean first half we were so dominant, um, we get the goal just for half time from Kyogo, we score again the second half. I mean just a, a word on Kyogo, he is just I mean, what words can you use to describe him? I, I struggle, I'm struggling to find
2: one. Do you have any? <laughs> no, like obviously, obviously a brilliant player. Uh, uh, he he gives gives us so much. Uh, obviously, the goals, which uh, are probably the most important things. Mm. Uh, but he always seemed to, to be in the in the right space at the right time, and uh, uh, scores two two tap-ins, which you can look at and say it's easy goals, but. Uh, He's he's always he's always there. He's always in front of the defender and a little bit quicker in the mind to to always get in there first. Uh, so that's uh, obviously really important for us. Then also his work rate uh, is brilliant uh, defensively. Start start at the start of the defense with the pressing. Everyone so hard. Um, so, no, really important player for us, uh, obviously, and uh, uh, yeah, in in the in the bottom is like a really hard worker who who has the the instinct to score goals. So uh, it's a it's a player I think everyone enjoys a lot to play with.
0: Yeah, and then a word on the defensive side of things, which you are obviously very much part of. Our defensive record this season has just been exceptional, and you've been such a star in that. What is it about the team this season, and last season as well, but particularly this season, that have made you so strong defensively? Because when Rangers get that goal back, there's a little bit of pressure, but we just managed to see the game out so well. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, uh, I think um, it's really clear what we want to do defensively, uh, first of all. Uh, we we started to to build on that um, already last season, um, and uh, we, we, we get got to keep a lot of the same players and just keep on... Keep on building on uh, on uh, our understanding uh, to each other and uh, what we want to do and our defensive side of it. Um, so that was really important. For example, to sign to sign uh, uh, Cameron carter wickes permanent it was obviously a huge thing. And uh, but uh, I think also we defend a lot as a unit. Uh, so it's not only the back four or it's not only like uh, the midfield or something like this. We I feel like we. Most of the time, really defend as a unit, and we don't give them like um, a lot of space. Uh, and uh, yeah, then obviously, just just uh, good good uh, balance in the team, I would say. Uh, good uh, good defensive players, and then up front we have uh, fast players who works really hard, really really hard to play against when they press you. Uh, so maybe the, their defenders don't have the time to build up the play as much. They have to scoop the ball up and then. We have strong players there who can win the balls, and uh, we're also good in the second balls. Uh, especially in uh, first, first half uh, in the game, I would say we won so many duels, so many second balls, which is. People think that we're like a small team and, and stuff like this, but um, I don't know. Uh, my feeling was that in this first half, uh, a lot we, we, we were really at, at it at the duels. Uh, even Greg Taylor won a lot of headers uh, and, and did that uh, really well. So uh, I just felt like in this game, I just felt like everyone almost had a good game. And that combined with how we work as a unit in defense is obviously uh, becomes successful.
0: The celebrations then after it. I know you don't really get a chance to properly celebrate because we've got a game this weekend, but what were the celebrations like? What did you do?
2: Uh, first, we, uh, we went back to... Uh, uh, first with the fans, of course, uh, in the stadium, which was uh, unbelievable. They, they gave us so much uh, and the atmosphere they bring is always uh, unbelievable. So we're truly blessed with that. And uh, it was nice to, to be able to, to share this moment with them, of course, and to, to celebrate with them. Uh, then we went back to Celtic Park. Uh, some of the fans were there as well. Uh, Ange uh, was speaking a bit and uh, also the captain was speaking a bit to them. And after that, we, we had a dinner in Celtic Park with our families, and uh, uh, which was which was really nice. Uh, I think I think we got uh, we got to celebrate with uh, uh, first with the fans, which are really important because they support us so much. Then with our families, of course, is really important because they also have sacrificed uh, a lot for, for us, and uh, yeah, it's really nice to to be able to celebrate with them. And then. Uh, uh, we, we also went out uh, with the team and uh, did uh, some celebration uh, uh, with the with the team just uh, just the team so uh, no, it was it was a really good day uh, a day i think uh, i think we will remember and they a day we will like uh, look uh, look uh, back at uh, uh, hopefully in in uh, for the rest of your life. Yeah, perfect Sunday. It's
0: really nice. There's there's no no exclusive stories you can tell us about the (laughs) (laughs) party. No, we keep that for ourselves. (laughs) Brilliant. Um, Carol, just to to finish off on, what we usually do when we have a player on from the team is we do some kind of quick fire questions or a quiz, but I wanted to do (laughs) it a little bit differently and I wanted to do more, a little bit to find out more about you and also about your teammates as well. So there'll be some different ones in here. Um, but, can I keep it in that theme of the celebrations? The first one is who in the team has the best dance moves and who had the best dance moves after that final in the changing room?
2: Um, I would say uh, Jota is up there yeah. uh, for sure. But someone I who had good moves who I didn't really expect uh, was actually Oh. Okay. Yeah, so uh, that was. Uh, so always nice when uh, when someone uh, new new comes in and brings uh, brings something to the table. So uh, yeah, he, he had some uh, some uh, good moves. It was uh, fun to see. What Maybe some moves. What kind of moves is he is he cutting? I don't know if I can replicate that to be fair, <laughs> <laughs> but it was good once. he was uh, yeah, he was he was he uh, was lively yeah. lively moves. Yeah, so uh, it's fun. What's your go-to? Have you got one? No, I'm pretty pretty chill when it comes to the, to the dance, moves,
0: to be fair. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, kind of following a similar theme, uh, theme, but who is the the biggest joker in the squad? And is there anything that stands out, a story that stands out with anyone that you can
2: share at all? Oof, good one. Uh, not really a story that comes to mind, but uh, the biggest joker, uh, I would say, like, Obviously, Greg is, uh, is uh, yeah, loud, funny guy. Uh, likes to to joke a lot. Uh, he also had some go- really good uh, dance moves, by the <laughs> way. I think he's see we need to get the cameras. Yeah, and... yeah. Or I don't know if they were good, but they were <laughs> they were lively as well. Uh, but uh, yeah, probably Greg. Uh, would, I say be the biggest joker, but uh, uh, no, nothing particularly comes to mind. Yeah, is no one playing
0: kind of practical jokes in the squad or pranks on anybody? Or.
2: Uh, yeah, we have uh, we have a group that uh, likes to do the pranks a lot. Oh, um, yeah. I don't know if I can get into detail about that. <laughs> yeah. but we've seen it, <laughs> we've yeah. seen it, yeah. <laughs> so you're not getting in any trouble. <laughs> exactly. Um, who is the,
0: who just you say is the hardest player in the team? Um, in terms of? Strength.
2: In terms of strength? Yeah. Oh, ah, that's Cameron for sure. Yeah. In terms of how like how strong they are. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's that's is he, easy. Is he the type that's always in the gym as well, or is he no, just kind of natural? No.
2: He's never in the gym. To be fair. Wow. Uh, so uh, it's a bit it's a bit of a weird one. I remember actually. I, I think it was me. I can't remember who it was. Maybe Tony or someone, who uh, who was lifting some weights. I think it was for the uh, for the shoulders. Yeah. And we would see who who could like uh, do the hi- the mm, highest number, you know, the the most weight, just like one rep. And uh, uh, I I won, and I was just like pushing so hard. And then uh, Cam came to try on the same weight, and he was just like doing 10, 10 reps, you know. It was unbelievable. But I, I don't think it's uh, I think it's just like probably genetic. Yeah. Um, he he's like super strong genetically because he's now he's not. Uh, it's not a lot in the gym. That's incredible. Um, who is
0: the, the? I'm going to ask a couple of questions in on this one. Who's the, the fastest player in the squad? But however, I feel like in football you ask that question and people say is it the first ten yards, the first twenty, hundred yeah. meter. So I want to give you a couple of distances and you can mm-hmm. you can see. So first ten yards, hundred meter, and then a kind of longer, maybe
2: two hundred meter. Who would you say wins? Oof, that's a hard one. Can I hear your? Yeah, fast. I'm. I'm pretty fast. Uh, Over the first kind of mm, ten yards, or no, maybe not ten yards. I would say a little bit longer. Okay. Uh, probably, but I would say Alistair Johnson is really fast. Yeah. I would pick him in. I think I would pick him in. In hundred meters, mm-hmm. or maybe Dyson.
0: Yeah, Dyson's an obvious one, isn't it? Yeah,
2: he? I think in hundred meters, I would think it's between. Uh, Alistair Dyson or me mm-hmm. in ten meters. Yeah, who's
0: first sure?
2: Who's really fast there? Maybe, maybe about this. Piece, uh, yeah, might it's be a good up show. There. Uh, Good show. Maybe Dyson as well.
0: Yeah, There's so many.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. The longer one. Oof. Who has the best like condition? Like if yeah. we, if we speak like a longer one, maybe. I know Greg has really good conditioning. He runs a lot. He did
0: a 5k in like 16 minutes or something. During, really? During COVID in the yeah. lockdown, yeah. Yeah. Which is.
2: So then I would, I think I would pick Greg for like, if you're, if you're above like a kilometer or so. Yeah. Cause he's not like super fast uh, for 100 meters or 200 meters. Yeah. I think. Okay. Uh, but uh, longer distance, I would pick Greg.
0: Cool. Good show. Uh, two more we're going to go with. Um, who in the squad is the most obsessed with a selfie? <laughs>
2: A selfie. How, yeah. what, what, what's my mind? Like
0: if you're if you're take a uh, picture yourself, like a selfie. Like, kind of the most. Maybe maybe you could frame it as who's in the mirror the most. You
2: know. Yeah, people would say me. Uh, I've heard, but <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't take selfies. I don't take no. selfies. Uh, but uh, I would say, who is the most? I don't know. I wouldn't say myself to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> It's all natural. <laughs> no, but maybe... Actually, actually. now I'm saying Greg on a lot of things here, but Greg yeah. is a little bit, to be fair. Okay. Yeah, I've noticed this. I um, need to catch him out one day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also... Um, yeah, I will say Greg, I think. Maybe Jot. Uh, it's between me, Jot, and Greg, maybe. Okay. And okay. everyone else has said me, so I guess I will have to take it. <laughs> <laughs> and last one. Who it's a doubler,
0: best fashion sense and the fashion fail. Who have you seen come in with something? You're like, doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean they're the worst dressed? Yeah. Just to come in with one thing in particular, and you've went, ooh, that's
2: yeah. I think I have to with worst. I have to go with Tony Ralston. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> it's I. I don't think I do, do think that it sometimes he doesn't care too much. Okay. And I think that's why he just like. Just puts on something and he he, he goes in, uh, which uh, when when we go out and stuff like this, then it's not it's not bad usually. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, the best one, um, the best dresser. Oof, that's tough.
0: Um, There's always someone coming and training just looking really. Making an effort all the time and looking pretty clean.
2: Who's making an effort all the time? Haxabanovich is making an effort, I would say, usually. Yeah? Yeah, he has a bit of a cool style as well. Like okay. a little bit of like superstar style, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like fancy brands and, uh, and stuff like this. And he's, I think he's, uh, he, he put some thought into it. So. We'll give it to say yeah. that. Yeah,
0: Brilliant. let's give it Carol, thank you so much for, for taking out the time to sit and chat to, to go through all of that and obviously the League Cup. Uh, a lot more to come hopefully this season. Yeah, and hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully at the end we're, we're sitting celebrating more, more trophies. But yeah. thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, brilliant to hear from Carol there who was, yeah, again, he was exceptional on Sunday and hopefully more of the same with the rest of the season starting with St. away on Sunday. Caitlin, let's, let's go back to Friday night now. Uh, back to those scenes. A 3-0 victory over Rangers. I'm keen, though, to take us to the, the start of last week. So you're going into that game seconds in the league at that point, one point above Rangers yep. at that period as well. You know, yourselves, Rangers, Glasgow City, all three teams haven't really slipped up too much this season out with of those games. So how much importance did you as a, a group on that fixture on Friday
1: night. Well, there's two answers. Obviously, you could you could look at the fact that our week, the whole week, was was very drilled into how we were going to play that game and to make sure everyone was on the same page and and almost like military style. You'll run here, you'll go here, and and it was important that everybody knew our it knew their roles. Um, so that was definitely something that was maybe drilled home a little more than it usually is. Um, but if you were to open like that in front of the girls, you'd probably, a lot of us would probably end up playing the occasion and, and getting overwhelmed by it. And I think in moments like that, it's, it's important to just trust what you've done in the past and to trust the hard work and to trust what you know um, and to just honestly trust that you know you'll, you'll get the job done um, rather than be over, overburdened by the occasion that is a Celtic versus Rangers game
0: because we've shown on occasions over the last couple of seasons that we can beat both Rangers and Glasgow City. We managed that last year when we won both Cups, of course. Um, But one thing I think, speaking to a few people during the summer, I think Fran had maybe mentioned the big thing for this season was having that consistency throughout a campaign in those big matches. So you obviously had belief going into the game that, that you could get a result, but do you sense there has been a, maybe a bit of a shift in terms of the, the mindset of the team this season?
1: Yeah, I would say, so I've been here three years now. I, th- I think more so the first year we were definitely classed as the third horse in a two-horse race. Um, I would say that Manch- that stereotype kind of stayed the second year, whereas I don't think we have that this year. I think we're definitely a team that is here to compete in a different way than we were last year. Maybe we would pick up one or two points last year Whereas this year I don't really see us eh, like in any game being a second option. Um, obviously games are very tight, but I don't really see us being too far back um, as we have been before. Um, so that's just a credit to the hard work and the new signings and the coaching staff to to make us better. But like I said, I don't I don't really look at anyone other than ourselves of mm-hmm. being at the top of that league, and that's where we want to be, and and that's where we'll chase to 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 be. And, eventually stay hopefully so yeah i'm not not too concerned about anyone else
0: (laughs) brilliant take us into the actual game then so we get an early goal to kick things off i think after about 16 minutes or so from yourself um is that something that corner routine is that something you'd worked on quite a lot in training is it something you'd identified
1: um we work on set pieces quite a lot um the height of our team is something that we we know we obviously have an advantage over most teams. So whenever we have the opportunity to work on corners, we do it um, because we know that's a threat that that we have as a team. And and I think other teams know that we have that as a threat. Um, so, yeah, it was a routine that we've done before in the past. It's never quite worked as well as that. <laughs> um, but just thankful that it paid off and, and, and grateful to be on the end of it.
0: Anytime I speak to someone uh, in your team and asking about who loves defending the most and who loves getting their head and things the most obviously your name is usually right up there and it showed that another box uh, by scoring two goals at your head do you love heading in a ball?
1: <laughs> I feel like it's just one of those things that I've always done um, it's always been a massive advantage and I've honestly never really worked on it um, or trained. trained obviously set pieces is a very different thing but in terms of just I'll trust my head sometimes more than I do my feet, which is the wrong thing to say, but unfortunately, it's so true. Um, and you only have to come to a game to realise that, as <laughs> I'll probably be heading it five inches off the ground. Um, but yeah, I enjoy it. <laughs> I do.
0: <laughs> so, going to the second half, then, and Amy scores within seconds of the restart. You score four minutes into the second half, which then makes you think. What we said at half-time? Was, was there anything special that happened which made you come out in that second half?
1: I think there was just this this overwhelming amount of belief. Um, like I said, I think we sometimes maybe we listen to the outside a little too much, and obviously Rangers have this aura over them because they went undefeated last year, and obviously they won the league. But I just the fact that we were winning one nil. It was almost like everyone was looking around, going, "We can do this. Like we've got this. Like let's just keep going." Like as at the end of the day, if we didn't concede, we still would have won one nil. Um, so that's all. That's all we were saying to each other is almost like, "I believe you. I trust you." And the hard work that we've done is is about to come to pass. And these three points are ours. So don't let them slip. Type of thing. So yeah, that's all that went down. And no, no magic potion was given <laughs> out or magic magic speech. It was just. It was just a look in each other's eyes that have belief in each other and and that's obviously shown as soon as we came out. Yeah,
0: and one of the amazing things uh, about your team this season is the fact that I think in the league you've only conceded three goals. Is that right? Yeah,
1: something like
0: that. Yeah, so there must be such a belief. Clearly when you go 3-0 up, you must be thinking at that stage, right, Okay, we're in a brilliant position here, we just need to see it out. But there must be such a belief that even if that game did stay 1-0, that you've got the confidence defensively that you can see the games out
1: yeah of course our, our defense is something we take a lot of pride in and um, it's something we work an awful lot in on and um, it's not just pam and the back three it's the whole team it's the 10 in front of pam and it's definitely pam mm-hmm. um, but it's like i said it's something that's worked on and it, clean sheets mean a lot to us as much as scoring goals they're just as important in our opinion and and that's something we always has have have as a goal before the game even starts is let's see if we can keep this clean sheet nothing gets past us type of thing and and yeah thankfully it's been going well this season so hopefully may it continue
0: The full-time whistle goes try and describe what that feeling is like knowing you've won 3-0 in a Derby match
1: It was just it was just pure elation honestly and just to share that with your teammates and almost to just know that we've dragged each other through that long hard week of, of just almost regimented training and to know that we've obviously got the three points was just something that was a it was it was a great experience and it was almost it was elation but it was also exhale like oh we've done it type <laughs> of thing. Um and yeah it also is like a moment where we've instilled a lot of belief, even more belief into us as a team that we've just beat Rangers three 0 They won the league last year, so what does that say if we're putting it down to black and white <laughs> statistics? Um, Archea, yeah. So yeah, with a chance, in with a chance. <laughs> with a
0: chance. So that was the start of what is a, a big nine days uh, for the team. Um, we're recording this before the match on Wednesday night away to Hamilton. So obviously that's the focus to get three points in that game. Not sure if this is going to go out after the game or not. Um, but then on Sunday, it's another massive game because you're hosting... Top of the table, Glasgow City. Knowing that if you win, you have a chance to go to the top of the league. That must be really exciting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Again, if we looked at everything the way you yeah. do, we'd be overburdened <laughs> by the uh, by the occasion that is. Um, but look, I mean, to make to make Friday even more special, Sunday has to be taken care of. Um, and obviously, if we can get the win against Rangers, then and the win against. Glasgow, obviously, we're top of the league and, and that'd be great. But we know who Glasgow City are. We've played them many times. We've beat them in two cup finals. And, and unfortunately, we've not been as successful in the league. So I think Sunday is a great place to start to put it right in the league.
0: Yeah. And Sunday it's a 10 past four kickoff at the Excelsior Stadium. What could be massive is if we can get a, a good turnout in terms of the fans coming out to to cheer you girls on, hopefully to a victory to go top of the table, hopefully. Um, I mean, just put into words what that support would mean.
1: Oh, it, you almost can't. Um, there's nothing quite like scoring a goal and hearing, I think it was 1,600 and something on Friday. Um, and a fair few of them were Rangers fans. Um, so if you take the good you've got to take the bad of the booing um, but any support for women's football is greatly appreciated and obviously to see them in green and white is something that you can't quite sum up when they're, when they're singing and chanting when you score or or when you win and obviously their support is appreciated and we just hope that we, we continue to draw people to the game and hopefully they'll see us go top of the league on Sunday
0: because it's a perfect Celtic Sunday the first team are away to St Mirren at 12 o'clock on Sunday and then you're playing at 10 past four. So it's a perfect chance to watch both games. But particularly at this moment in time, obviously it's a top of the table clash, which brings a little bit more excitement from a fan's perspective. But also the fact that there's a real chance that you can go on and achieve something really, really special this season. So to get people down there and to get that support will be, will be crucial.
1: Yeah, of course. I mean, Yes, we're on the field, but they're just as much as a part of it. And I think that's something that we're very keen to to make sure, which is why we spend time with them after the game, is because they're just as much as part of this as us. And it's it's our silverware, but it's also theirs. And, and we just want as many people as we can to bring along on this journey with us. And, and fingers crossed at the end of the year, we'll, be, we'll have silverware in hand and that will be ours to share. So, yeah, just as many people as possible in those seats is always greatly appreciated and obviously it uses on to, to, to do to do well and to do the best we can for that shirt.
0: Yeah, and you can get your tickets for that match on the on the Celtic website and I'm sure you, know, you had a couple of cup successes last season so hopefully we can add a league title this year. I'm not putting any pressure on it. No. I'm just speaking as a fan. <laughs> you, don't to, you don't have to say anything. Um, Caitlin, thank you so much for joining us on no, the Celtic View podcast. It's been brilliant to look back on the highs of Friday night and hopefully next week we'll have some more things to, to celebrate as well but thank you so much for, for coming on looking back in that
1: thank you so much for having yeah. me
0: and thank you for for listening make sure you subscribe to the Celtic View podcast and all your, your podcast channels and on YouTube like and give us a comment as well but for now thank you so much for listening and do join us again next week